And we need cash. Lots of cash. Sort of, sort of boggles my mind, but don't fear. Got a plan. Got a good plan. Gonna tell you right now, not avoiding it. Gonna come at you with it, ready to tell you. Let the telling begin. They clear out the side. Let's see if a double team comes. They go one on one. Randall launching as the late rapper Pop Smoke from New York would say, Welcome to the party. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hoops and Cards. This is your time, basketball card investors and collectors. We are working ahead towards the playoffs. We've come off an amazing all-star weekend, and we have so much to be excited about here. I am Gary, your host of Hoops and Cards. Been doing this for more than a year, and you know, one of the one of the thrills, really, of uh, being in the sports card space as a podcaster is getting to meet some of you, some of our listeners In fact, uh, several who have actually started a podcast that's doing great, and I wanted to bring them on the show. So today we get the uh, privilege of spending some time with Camden and Nathaniel from the NASHAC Index, a great basketball card podcast. Love for you to check them out. And we'll talk about their story, how they got started, and where they're at now, and also some of their picks and predictions for the card market. So it'll be fun. So glad you guys are with us. It's uh, it's. Big weekend in the NBA. Let's get after it. Garland. I'm telling you, he is a, he's something else. Well, hey, everybody. I'm thrilled this week for uh, Hoops and Cards to welcome two amazing guys that I've enjoyed getting to know uh, kind of off the air, you know, off to the side of this podcast, but listeners to, to Hoops and Cards and uh, creators now of a podcast, NASDAQ Index, that's exciting and talks about the NBA a lot. So Camden and Nathaniel, guys, welcome to Hoops and Cards. It's great to have you with us. Thanks so much, Gary. Thanks, Gary. It's great to be here. Absolutely. And remind us, where are you both from? Because it's not like you're in one town together doing card shop stuff. Right. Uh, This is Nathaniel here. I live in Portland, but uh, I used to live in Idaho, and that's where I got to know Camden. Yeah, and I live in uh, basically a suburb of Boise, so I'm still basically in my hometown, so yeah. Okay. But you two go way back, like like something, I mean, beyond the cards, you guys have been friends for a long time. I was yeah. trying to think about this today, Cameron. Have we known each other since 1990, 91, something like that? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, second grade. <laughs> yeah, my family so. moved from the Midwest to Idaho, and we ended up going to the same church and hung out with each other from second grade on. So around the time, like the first Skybox basketball set released, you guys, you guys are brought together. Exactly. exactly. I'd love to hear, like, when did you fall in love with with cards and maybe even specifically basketball cards? Whoever wants to go first. Well, I'll speak to the basketball card thing first because Camden can talk about his history. He was more of a baseball guy, but it was right around that time in, uh, you know, 1991, probably when the Bulls were winning their championships. I had just moved from Illinois, so. 
big Jordan fan. Uh, uh, you, you know, you could buy those Skybox and Hoops packs for, I don't know, a dollar or less. And uh, I, I still remember opening my first pack that had a Michael Jordan card in it and how I thought I was going to be a millionaire. Uh, <laughs> so a rush, from that, right? right from that junk wax era on. And then like, so through till like into high school, I kept collecting basketball cards. And then like most people had a big hiatus until the last couple of years. Okay. Yeah. So I really went, uh, my interest in cards started with baseball cards. I was, you know, second or third grade, something like that. I was really into Ken Griffey Jr. and the Mariners. Mm -hmm. um, although I was a big Cal Ripken fan as well. So I had quite a few of his cards. And I wasn't so interested in basketball cards too much at that point. Nathaniel kind of got it, got me into it a little bit a few years later, you know, looking at his collection and everything. I, um, so just definitely was a little bit later in the game uh, to the basketball card thing, but definitely remember a lot of his. So I guess his collection was sort of my window into the basketball card hobby. And then, you know, in the last couple of years, I had nostalgia really for, you know, the cards that I would see and the cards that I had. And I, I, eventually I became much more of an NBA fan than a and so it was just natural to get into the basketball cards more than the baseball cards. This kind of the second time around. Okay. What, um, yeah. What brought you back around both of you guys, you know, the big hiatus, what brought you back to cards and, uh, kind of, kind of triggered this new wave of, yeah, passion, fun, investing in it, collecting it. Right. Well, I'll go first. Cause I think I got the bug before Camden did this time around. Uh, I think I, with COVID, you know, I, my story's not unique. It's like a lot of people. I had more time at home and I was thinking, hey, what's going on with those basketball cards I have in that shoebox? And so I <laughs> pulled some out and I found my Ray Allen Topps Chrome Refractor rookie card that I then sold and shouldn't have because it was way more valuable afterward. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. Uh, but anyway, I, I sort of like got the bug of like, I can sell some of these. And then, you know, my thought at first was, I'm just going to sell some. But then it was like, ooh, I can also buy them. And then I got the whole bug to start <laughs> collecting again. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so it's just for the last two years, I've been a little bit obsessed with basketball cards, if I'm honest. That's awesome. I've yeah, for me, for me it definitely was COVID as well you know everybody's at home and you just need an outlet for for you know for something interesting and fun and the basketball cards you know part of it Nathaniel kind of got in got me into it definitely and uh and I got into it in a big way um, and we're interested in you know basketball cards on a budget like you are Gary that's yes. definitely something that we're um like-minded about and uh, so I've been not only to singles but also a little bit into collecting sets um, slowly but uh, it's something that you know kind of that 93 94 finest that's that's one I'm definitely going for I just really love that you know that set of cards and so I just think that um, actually it's not a too not too bad of a one to get into also if you're interested in basketball cards on a budget because other than the Jordan, most of them aren't too bad, you know. And you can still find them. Yeah. Like a lot of basketball card dealers have. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same way, you guys, with COVID. Like for a sports fan, you couldn't go to games, couldn't couldn't watch the NBA for a while. Everything was shut down. I remember like, you know, the night that the NBA canceled games and players walked off the court at halftime and it was like, this is going down. Right. Like, this is the thing. Um, I got back into it just a few months before COVID. Um, and yeah, the fact that we couldn't do fantasy basketball or daily fantasy sports or go to any games, um, but we could still buy and sell. And one of the things I love about, you just mentioned this Camden, like uh, after listening to a variety of other sports card podcasts, it seemed like everybody was talking about high end, you know, big auctions, like this Jordan card that sold for 2.5 million. And, and, you know, every week it was a higher number. And I'm like, what about just regular collectors and investors that are, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not mortgaging my retirement plan on this stuff. I'm not starting a business, but I, but I am hoping to make it profitable. Like, um, when you guys, when you guys got back into this, uh, what, like, where did you turn for, Hey, Hey, here's what I need to relearn or here, here's how I need to get back into, like you said, card collecting on a budget. Well, for me, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give Gary. Gary's not paying me for this, but I'm gonna, gonna give him a shameless <laughs> plug here. You know, I'm a proud Hoops Plus member, and definitely I started listening to your podcast around uh, July of last year okay. when I was really, really, really starting to get into it, and that really helped me understand the ropes. And uh, it also it was nostalgic too because this is a hobby, even though it was more baseball when I was a kid. I was definitely into card collecting and, and so it kind of, uh, but thank you for Hoops Plus and for everything you've done for the hobby, Gary. So yeah, I'm going to say, you know, between also, also Nathaniel as a resource and then your podcast, um, yeah. that, that was my reintroduction to the hobby. Awesome. Awesome. And you know, there, there is something to just, uh, for, for me, it was similar. I started listening to a couple other sports card podcasts and I would reach out to those guys on their Instagram DMs and they would reply. And it was like, it reminded me of the connection, like the friendships that I formed as a kid collecting baseball cards, but like now having so much more to learn about getting back into this. So I would listen to just about anything I could find. And there wasn't much, like I said, a lot yeah. of the stuff was talking about high end or they, they barely talked about basketball. So. Nathaniel, how about you? Yeah, well, I'd agree with Camden that listening to you has been very helpful for me. I've also, I, I bought, you know, going back to my roots, I bought a Beckett yearly basketball guide. So I was able to look through what the more recent mm. sets are and kind of get an idea of the, uh, you know, how rare certain cards were. What else? Just starting to like look on eBay leads you down a rabbit hole. You're like, uh, or I don't know, I'd be like, I want to buy a Jokic rookie card. And then I look at what are all the Jokic rookie cards. And then that teaches me about different sets that exist. And then I'm like, hey, why is this why is this set more popular than that set? And then you go to YouTube and watch a break of the different cards. And I don't know. So it was just a, a sort of rabbit hole for me that uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, I got a little obsessed with. So I think done a lot of research in various ways. And uh, I don't know, I, I find yeah. it all pretty interesting. So here's a question for you guys. And I know it's like, it's an, maybe not a fair question, but it's just a reality that we, we enjoy collecting. Like I enjoy having cards and I've got a display over here and, and I like telling my friends about them or 
my wife doesn't like to hear about every card, but some cards <laughs> she does because um, she you know, she likes to hear the ones that are profitable, right? But um, right. Um, like, what percentage of you is collecting, and what percentage is investing? Like, I, I, I know I'm enjoying this, and so even if I'm not making money, I would probably still do it on some level. But I also want to make money. You know, there's that potential there, especially guys. The last two years, we've seen some, right? We've seen some growth. Right even though it's back to earth, what percentage would you say you are of collector investor? I think for me, I mean, this might be shifting a little bit with the podcast. I think I'm first and foremost a collector. Like I just really love the cards. I can't really explain it. Like like you said with your wife, when, when I try to explain to my wife why this piece of cardboard is amazing, <laughs> I can't really do it, <laughs> but it is. I know that it is. Um, so I, I don't know, I'm probably like a 75, 25 collector to invest okay. but but trying to work on upping that investor percentage a little bit at a time. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm probably pretty similar on that. You know, we have a pool of money that we've been working with basically as part of our podcast to invest in some cards together. And honestly, mostly it's kind of about flipping. Yeah. cards you know short-term gains with players that we think are and also nathaniel's been very good about finding undervalued cards that are right now under market value mostly mm. through ebay and mostly through the ebay auctions uh, so that's definitely part of it but like i said um for me personally uh definitely enjoy sets and um singles as well not not yeah. so much packs those are a lot more expensive than i was a, when i was a yeah. kid yeah right? those are prohibitively expensive for me uh, and boxes and hobby boxes and well at some point the last year or so you one of you or both of you started picking my brain about hey um what was it like starting the podcast and and uh, you hear me say like almost every episode has a hey check out anchor they're this free yeah you know, they got all the right. tools and and um, it has been easy, but at some point you guys decided to jump in. What was the, like, how did that start? How did NASDAQ index get, you know, get to be a thing in your minds? Nathaniel, you go first, you go first. Uh, Camden and I were talking about this today and we have very different stories of how it began. So, so that's interesting. Uh, my memory is just that I kind of had this inspiration that I wanted to do a thing like this with, with Camden because you know, I think we have good rapport and I thought it would be fun to invest with someone and sort of be like, hey, what do you think about this card? And sort of agree together on cards to invest in and flip. Um, but uh, anyway, so I remember like a couple, like over a year ago, talking to him about that. And, you know, Camden's a very positive, enthusiastic guy. So he was like, that sounds like a great idea. We should do it. But I probably on some level never really believed we would do it. Uh, so I, I think... <laughs> I think actually listening to your, you know, Camden told me about your podcast and I immediately became a fan and then it became real to me that, hey, someone can actually do this. This is something that is possible for a normal person who doesn't have a million dollars to spend on cards and talk about the Luca Gold Prism PSA 10 <laughs> right. that they bought. Uh, so I, I think just the combination of COVID and then me getting back into cards and wanting a way to connect with Camden and then listening to your podcast and seeing that it was a attainable thing to do. I think that combination of things led to, to whatever our thing is. 
I can tell you guys are having fun doing it. And uh, since the very beginning, when you started out, like I'll check in every once in a while, listen to an episode and you're right. You guys have chemistry. you got friendship. You understand each other's personalities. And uh, guys, if you're listening to this, one of the reasons I wanted to bring uh, Camden and Nathaniel on is because I think you should listen to their podcast. Like it is, it is really good, really informative, uh, encouraging. You'll find yourself laughing at both of them at times, but that's part of the, <laughs> part of the hobby. Like that's part of the fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I got Camden's story though on how did you get from idea and because for, for me, it was it was similar. Like I thought, oh, I could do this someday, but at, at you know, for it took me, on some levels, it took me like nine or 10 years to actually take the plunge and start a podcast. Oh. I, I kind huh. of always had this idea or this possibility, but then with cards, I've had the the topic. Like I'm, I'm always uh, following NBA, always interested in cards now. So it, it gave me content. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, why wouldn't I? But well, for me, we, we have different recollections of it. Like we said earlier, I remember a couple years ago, very much wanting to start a fantasy basketball podcast actually was kind of the angle that I wanted to take because that was just, I love fantasy basketball and got really into it. I was listening, listening a lot to uh, this one called Take a Ride podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and they, they still post sometimes, but uh, not as much as they used to anyway. But, and then when the card thing, you know, when I got the bug on that, it just seemed like a perfect fit, you know, to, to do this. And it still uh, fits my love of the NBA and get to talk about basketball and cards. It's great. So that's that's my recollection. But this was a couple of years ago and it took us another year and a half to actually get something started. Yeah. So we got a little bit of the origin story, how it started. How is it going? Like, like, what's it like for you guys doing the podcast and what's been some of the highlights for you? You want to lead it off, Camden? You know more of the stats than I do in terms of how- I, mean, I assume I assume you're enjoying it because you're still here. Okay. We're still here, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's a lot of fun to, you know, collect, talk about investing, you know, have people reach out and uh, just conversations with people. Also, of course, conversations with Nathaniel. Uh, we do a lot, our workflow, we do a lot of stuff with Google Drive, so we have kind of a map to go off of. Okay. And I do kind of the technical side of things. And um, Nathaniel is probably, you know, 70% of the, the ideas of what we're going to talk about. Um, you know, he generates basically the list of, you know, for the most part of what we're going to be discussing for the week and everything so yeah it's yeah. it's been a really good thing i've been really enjoying it good yeah and i would echo all that and say also it's just been great like you know cameron and i have been friends forever but i don't know it's been quite a while since we've lived in the same place so like yeah. you know you when you're friends with someone and you aren't in the same place you start talking less but the last year with this podcast like i've been messaging and talking to camden more than any time for a decade probably. So that's been great to like really reconnect around this dorky hobby we both have. Uh, <laughs> that's so awesome. Like, I mean, that's what it's all about really. I mean, if it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's been, if, if for no one, like if no one's listening out there, 
Cameron and I are still having a great time and uh, <laughs> growing our friendship. So, and you've got a recorded public record of all of your dorky hobby conversations. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, My boys waited smart. Maxi steps into a long three and hits it. Just when you need a bucket, Tyrese Maxi delivers. Hey everybody, I want to take a moment to invite you to join Hoops Plus. That is our next level. That is for people that want to support our podcast here at Hoops and Cards. And yes, we need and appreciate your support. Uh, So it's one way to do that with a monthly subscription to Hoops Plus. You also get extra episodes like Anchor will actually send you a link to to hear more episodes on your Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And uh, so I, I sometimes give like more insider thoughts, more episodes throughout the week, more interactions, certainly on Instagram and on uh, the Discord channels with you guys, and regular prizes, like prizes each month. And in fact, even this month, here it is, March of uh, 22, I'm sending out a, I mean, it's nothing huge. It's just a, a letter and a thank you and a couple of cool cards and uh, gifts to all of our Hoops Plus members, so I'm going to be busy here, but I am I am pumped to send these out to you guys. Uh, but yeah, if you want to join Hoops Plus, uh, hey, the more the merrier. Come on in. It's uh, just $4.99 a month. That is cheaper than a crazy drink at Starbucks. That's cheaper than a Crunchwrap Supreme with extra sour cream at Taco Bell. That is cheaper than six wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's even cheaper than a program at some some NBA game. But what I'm saying is go to anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe and uh, you can sign up today. And uh, I find out about it like the next, like almost immediately and uh, love to be in touch with you. And the other thing is you can look at the show notes from today's episode, you know, and that'll have more information about Hoops Plus card letter pro and a few other things but would love for you guys to join and uh yeah it's a community that keeps growing so if you joined recently thank you so much great to have you uh be a part of this and we've got people from all over the united states now as a part of this and in different countries that is awesome so hoops plus take that next step uh don't put it off you will not regret it you will not you will regret not doing it i don't know what i'm saying Just join Hoops Plus. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Anyway, who who do you guys like as uh, goodbyes? Uh, Well, we differ on some guys. You know, I'm in in agreement with Gary on certain players. (laughs) players. We're going to gang up on you. Set up, Nathaniel. Tyrese I Maxey. May, I may or may not have done Tyrese Maxey research before this uh, interview. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I'm all ears, dude. <laughs> Should, yeah. Let's start with Tyrese Maxey. Here, I've got a question for you guys. What sure. Can you name a player who's been the third or fourth best player on his team to have significant hobby value over a prolonged period of time? Because I was trying to think of one, and I thought maybe Dennis Rodman, but that was really for non-basketball reasons. Uh, I, I couldn't think of one, but I'd be interested if you guys can think of one. Uh, I mean, it implies that I think Maxie's the third or fourth best player on his team. 
You think he's better than Embiid or Harden? I think he's 20 years old, right? And his ceiling is far greater than we've seen so far. I, I've, I've been impressed. I thought they would get Harden and I, I kind of feared, actually. I feared when they got Harden. I'm like, okay, Maxie's going to drop down to like 15 points a game. And in reality, the opposites happened because uh, Harden and Embiid have a championship mindset, not of I got to take all the shots, but I got to I got to pass the ball like I'm drawing double teams. So both Harden and, and Embiid have lifted their games a bit, but I've been impressed with Maxie. What has it been, five games with Harden? Something like that, yeah. And, you know, I kind of have, you guys know this, a recency bias. So, like, if a guy's played great in the last two weeks, I'm really excited about him. But I try to temper that with, okay, what's the last couple years? Um, long, I'm, I'm excited about Maxi, what he could do in this, this upcoming playoffs, because most of the league's veterans are going to zero in on Harden, and he's, he's going to pass the ball. But uh, you do have a point. There's not a lot of third or fourth guys, you know, yeah. on teams. I I think this is a different thing than like a Tony Kukoc or something, though, because you have a player that's so young and he's got his prime just really ahead of him and he's getting to be mentored by some great veterans it's almost more like of a quiet you know it could be more of a Kawhi Leonard situation where when, when he was on the Spurs oh so you're, you're saying James Harden is the mentor that Tim Duncan was is that is that where we're going here <laughs> yeah hey you never know you know you never know every when when Harden is when Harden is happy that's true he hasn't quit on three teams in a year yet <laughs> right and maybe it's Doc Rivers is the kind of mentor that Popovich is. Like he, he can raise up a young talent. We'll see. But I I mean, I, I like his upside for sure. Um, it's yeah. not like I've invested thousands in Maxi. Yeah. That's probably the other thing. He's been affordable still. Yeah, that's true. He's affordable, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I could, I would buy a lot of Lamelo cards right now. You know, like all, all the things Lamelo. I don't know if he's the greatest investment necessarily. I just love him as a player and I'd love to buy yeah. more of his cards but I'm not sure if he's such a great flip and we've talked about this in our podcast yeah and I'm more of a blue chip stock kind of investor so for me the guys I'm looking at are like Jokic, teams, Jokic uh, KD yeah. I always think is undervalued as a probably in the end top 10 all-time player um, yeah. and then I want to look at the teams that I think can win so I, I'm, I'm into Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo right now um, Devin Booker, not as much Chris Paul. I just don't think his market's going to move as much, but I think yeah. um, Booker's a good buy right now. Maybe DeAndre Ayton, although people don't love big men. Um, I'm not sure what to think about the Warriors, but if there's someone on them, I, I kind of think Draymond, actually, because people are going to really notice mm -hmm. how much they've been struggling without him. And then if, if they do win the championship, I think he's going to get a lot of the credit for that. Um, I'm kind of, even though he's always been so expensive, I'm wondering about whether Luca's just going to have an amazing story this year because things yeah. have kind of been happening for the last month. Um, I don't, neither of us own a, me or Camden don't own a Luca card, but um, I would like to on some levels. He's, and he's finally, his prices are somewhat more approachable. 
so those are my guys. So always, always KD and Jokic for me. And then, oh, I didn't mention. I, I actually have a few, nothing, nothing crazy though. Well, here's yeah, a, here's a question, you guys. I think one of the one of the ideas is what players look like a good investment right now as the playoffs come up, and then if so, what cards? Like, so if I'm looking at you guys, you guys have this thing. Maybe you could explain this. How you're like. For your podcast, you have this ongoing goal of continuing to increase value, right? And flipping cards, basically. Can you explain that whole? I think you have a name for it, even. But what's the? Um, what's your name? Well, we just had a you know, since we're basketball cards on a budget, and we had a limited pool of money. Our goal was to pay for our uh, league pass subscription for the year. So we have a shared, you know, the whatever the premium thing is that you can share between two people. Uh, so 250 bucks. So that was our goal to flip cards and make that much money to make our NBA league pass free. And we've we've actually surpassed that goal pretty uh, by a decent amount. What did you so, start with? How much money did you have at the beginning? We, we had $1,000 that we could work with. We, I don't think yeah. we've ever gotten close to having all of that outlaid at once. Um, yeah. But that was the pool that we said we would work from. Okay. Um, so anyway, so we've made, uh, I should look up the thing. Here, Cameron, you talk about this a little bit while I look okay. up <laughs> where we're at roughly. Yeah, it's just one of those things where even though everybody's talking about the market being down i i think if you find good values um you you can still make money in this hobby we, like nathaniel said a lot of the guys are more blue chip the guys who are good now uh yeah. we've done very well with kd i know he's not a player that you love to talk about Gary. Right. You know, for, he's for a good reason parts yeah, yep. I, I get that. Yeah, and I under, totally understand why you don't talk about him very much. But uh, he's been a very good investment for us. Yeah, uh, and Nathaniel loves invest. You know, he he loves Jokic a lot, and so he and Jokic has been another uh, oh, yeah. good player for us. And um, yeah, there's there's something to be said for those guys that are really good now as opposed to you know mm -hmm. a young player that might come to fruition although i'm a big fan of simons anthony simons i'm i love that you've been yeah. talking about him a lot uh we both like darius garland as well and you know so we're in agreement with with you on, on i got this they issued a slam magazine like collector's edition for the cavaliers hosting the all-star uh, oh, that's cool. It has yeah. Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and Jarrett Allen on the front, and they were giving these away free to people that stayed at the really expensive hotel with Allen Iverson. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't stay at the hotel, so I had to buy this online afterwards for twenty bucks. But <laughs> I'm I'm gonna frame it. Um, the, the The question I was gonna ask you, because getting to guys like Garland, who's who's already playing well, and I could say I I wouldn't say I've made money because I haven't sold the cards yet. But my, but the value of the cards I bought right. has gone way up from when I bought them, and um, and at the same time, I like his future. <laughs> I'm having a hard time figuring out when to sell, you know. And and you guys, at least you gave yourselves a target. Hey, we wanna we wanna make this much profit this year. So you kind of have a goal tied with your buying and selling. For me, it's it's uh, a bit more difficult when I think this guy could be. You know these cards could be worth a lot more next year right 
Yeah, I have the same issue. This podcast has actually helped me with that because it's just like, I'm just trying to make money now. That's all I'm doing with the cards, <laughs> the cards that we buy for this thing. So I, you know, I buy them for 20 bucks and then we list them for $40 or whatever we think is reasonable. And, and I just don't even wait. But yeah, I got to say with my PC cards, I've, I own several Darius Garlands and I'm like, he's going to get multiple All-Star games. Why should I list those now? I have the, I definitely have the same thing with cards that I buy for myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah anyway i looked at our stats we're on the cards that we've sold we're at around 500 dollars we've made so it's it's gone well awesome yeah you said 500 so you like blew your goal away you got two years now of nba yeah sure <laughs> or we're, we're just gonna buy a jordan rookie with all our progress That's what... <laughs> nice i know it's important i do i honestly do what are we talking about practice, man? What are we talking about? Practice? Hey, you guys, it's been awesome to have you on the Hoops and Cards podcast. Uh, love interacting with you and learning from you. And uh, your friendship, too, is an encouragement to the rest of us. If, if we want to find the NASDAQ index, like, how do we connect with you online? People yeah, yeah. could email us at nasdaqindex at gmail.com. That's there you N-A-S. Go. H-A-Q-I-N-D-E-X at gmail.com. And Nathaniel, I spelled it that way correctly. Yeah, you did that right. In a timely manner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At this point, that's all we have is the email. We've we've pondered doing an Instagram, but haven't got any further than pondering at this point. No rush. And, uh, you know, when you type in basketball cards on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify, like you guys are right there. I don't know if you I don't know if you've noticed that you're like in the top five or ten always of basketball card podcasts. So that's really that's, cool. that's it's really an honor. It's just we pretty much do this for fun, and, and you know if people are along for the ride with us too. Then that's just it's all gravy. <laughs> Agreed. We love hearing from people. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for being on Hoops and Cards. We're gonna have to wrap this up because we've got another conversation that's gonna be. Uh, part of your NASDAQ. So I'm honored to connect with you that way. So thanks for being a part of this and uh, love having you guys on the show. Thanks for having us, Gary. Do you like apples? The Bucks were outstanding in this fourth one. Hey, everybody, that was great having uh, Camden and Nathaniel on with us this weekend here at Hoops and Cards. Thank you for listening. And hey, I mentioned Hoops Plus earlier. We actually have some extended conversation, some extended interview uh, with these two guys for us to listen to there. If you're a part of that, great. We'll be talking about basketball cards on a budget. We'd love for you to check that episode out here in a couple days. But I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. I hope all of your investments are up to up and to the right and your collection is... Uh, you know, fun to enjoy or brag about or maybe even start a podcast about. Who knows? Have a great weekend. See ya. It's hard for you to chant at Ben Simmons when you lose him by that much. All righty then.